and welcome to Now Fear This with Becky and Marie, the podcast about all the things that scare the shit out of us and a few things that don't. How are you today, Becky? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Are, are you fearing anything? Oh, uh, you know me. I have generalized fear disorder when it comes to statistics. Generalized um, fear disorder. Is that GFD? Statistical generalized fear disorder. And I'm afraid that <laughs> given our topic today, I'm going to hear nothing but a bunch of statistics from you. Well, how do you feel about <laughs> listing? I think that I think lists, there's you have tons of lists. <laughs> this whole episode is basically just nothing but lists. <laughs> So see you later, dear listener, because nobody's <laughs> sticking around for that. Yeah, That's if you're like... into lists and <laughs> and also if you're easily offended, if politics offend you, if um, you know. Oh Lord, I think the people who would have bailed on us with politics would have bailed on our QAnon episode, the day of the riots. And if you haven't listened to that one, we actually released it accidentally on Jan six before the insurrection, and it was about QAnon's conspiracies. And it's entitled QAnon, QAnope. And I think we lost some listeners then, but what probably. else, right? And they're probably not sticking around for this shit. So let's bring it. Have you seen all the memes of people on television, like anchors and news people who are trying to talk about the insurrection and accidentally keep saying erection? No. Yeah, this is a thing. I mean, insurrection is not a word that people say a lot, but there'd just be these reporters and they would keep flubbing up and saying erection. <laughs> no, you Look think that they would say that more with the elect or the, the insurrection fighting the election results is probably what leads to saying the word erection, <laughs> right? It's a ridiculous mistake. I would never... This place. Well, now I'm going to have to go look that up. Erection and insurrection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Google reporters saying erection. Is that what's happening? Is that yeah, what I'm going to yeah. my afternoon doing? Yes, do that. <laughs> yeah, if you're bored this afternoon, just Google reporters saying erection instead of insurrection. They it's turn bright like red watching, or like... Yeah. It's like oh. watching cat videos. You just can't get enough of it. I love cat videos. All right. Anyway, what are you fearing today? Well... I am fearing, and this isn't disingenuous because I know like some people will fear something as like a public service announcement, but I am legitimately fearing COVID misinformation. I didn't almost say erection there, but I did almost. I'm say fearing it. COVID erections. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm fearing <laughs> COVID erections are the newest <laughs> craze. <laughs> Are you suffering from COVID erection? I guarantee you, nobody is suffering from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> So, according to QAnon, Fauci is, right? Okay, all right. So there's so many problems that are being caused by COVID misinformation. And a lot of the problems are even things you wouldn't even think about. So one of the reasons for the reaction that we had to coronavirus was the emergency rooms and the hospitals being overwhelmed, right? Yep. And this is a big deal. Why? Well, I guess a lot of people don't think about it, but if you don't have access to an emergency room or hospital, and in, it's progressed to a point now, even access to your own primary care doctor, then you can't get treated for anything other than COVID. And that's what's happening right now. So just to relate a personal example, I was having this pain on the right side of my abdomen. And it was kind of like every now and then there'd be like a sharp pinch right there. This is TMI for all the listeners. I was a little bit like constipated and gassy. So I was thinking it could be that, but the pain was like getting a little bit worse. And one day I felt a little nauseous. So I thought, 
My mom has like ingrained this in me. She was obsessed with the idea that I had appendicitis for some reason. <laughs> and anytime I was sick, she would immediately diagnose me with appendicitis. And I went to the doctor. It was after nationals in Houston. That's so specific. It it's is like, very it's specific. so specific. Not yeah. that she comes up with a deadly disease that matches every symptom you have, but that everything you have is that it's particular. It's going to be an appendicitis, yeah. When we had debate nationals in Houston, I just started feeling sick. And I think I was developing a bit of a cold. So I was probably just swallowing a lot of mucus. And I ended up having this like vomiting fit. And good Lord, I just, can we recap the last 90 seconds? Yeah, vomit, diarrhea, constipation. You've got constipation, (laughs) you're gassy, you're bloaty, you have mucus. (laughs) Everything, it's literally everything. But this makes my point. So I go, this is the sexiest conversation we've ever had on this show. If you're really into that stuff, I'll give you my number later. Yeah. It's just like, some people Um, probably are. There's probably porn dedicated to all the things you just said. So mainly in Germany. So when I'm in the emergency room for this, the doctor was asking me a bunch of sexual questions. Of course, my mom's sitting right there and like, Questions Why sexual I'll... questions? I mean, I guess they want to make sure I'm not pregnant. I don't know. I've got abdominal pain, but but they're asking me how many sex partners I have. Have I had anus uh, or anal anus sex? Okay. So. I just remember I'm like in excruciating pain and the doctors gets through this list of all these like drug, alcohol and sex related questions. And she's like, well, I guess you've never done this either. But she was like being real bitchy about it. And and then she said, would you like me to talk to you with your mom out of the room? (laughs) Are you for how old? Uh, like 21, 22, something like that. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'd like to talk to you without my mom in the room. Right, right. Exactly. My mom kept like pounding this idea of appendicitis and they were going to do an appendectomy on me. And I said, I want a second opinion. (laughs) So we went to another place and I just had like mucus had developed in my stomach and was just caused an infection. Oh my goodness. But my point is my mom was so convinced of this appendicitis thing that I almost had an appendectomy for no reason. So of course, Now I've got this pain on the right side. I'm like, shit, I'm having appendicitis. So I call the doctor and they started asking me about my symptoms. And one of the questions was nausea. And I said, yes, I have slight nausea. And they're like, oh, okay, we can't see you. I'm like, why not? Because that's a sign of COVID. And I'm like, I'm vaccinated. And they're like, you could still have COVID. I go, yeah, but I don't have COVID. Like, I'm telling you, I just have like, so if you have any symptom of COVID, they won't treat you for any other disease? Correct. Correct. What? But I guess it just brings up the point of my fear today that a ton of people with serious conditions like cancer or even conditions that weren't normally serious, like I heard a story about a guy who was just passing stones, but they could not get a specialist or a room for him and he ended up dying. Hmm. But that's kind of where we're at right now is it's all over the news. One in 500 people have died of COVID now in the United States. That's crazy. Like amazing. You can visualize 500 people. You've been somewhere with 500 people before. It's just crazy. Yes, I'm not going to give you a bunch of statistics. There are a bunch of statistics, but I know you have a particular distaste for 
mass quantities at one time. So I'll just give you one. <laughs> so there's this organization called the Center for Countering Digital Hate. They did this big report and the federal government was involved in it. And they're saying that 65% of all anti-vaccine content can be attributed to 12 people. They're called the disinformation dozen. Who are they? Who are these people? Some of them are doctors. Are they really doctors? Because I've heard people say they're doctors and it's like they're a doctor of gums or you know, they, they study fungus, but that doesn't mean they know shit about infectious disease. So they're not all doctors. Some of them are politicians. Joseph Mercola, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Ty and Charlene Bollinger, Sherry Tenpenny, Riza Islam, Rashid Batar, Aaron Elizabeth, Sayer G., Kelly Brogan, Christine Northrup, Ben Tapper, and Kevin Jenkins. Honestly, if any of the stuff you read on the internet can be attributed to these people, you should definitely be wary. Joseph Mercola is a successful anti-vaccine entrepreneur peddling wait for it, dietary supplements, and false cures as alternatives for vaccines. Mercola's combined personal and social media accounts have around 3.6 million followers. Ew. Yes. This is just an example of a social media post he made. It's got a big scam alert, like it's been stamped officially, and it says, the same number of people have died in 2020 that on average have died in previous years. This simply wouldn't be the case if we had a lethal pandemic. Okay, that's not true at all, but go on. <laughs> totally. I mean, like, of course it's not fucking true. No. Another post from him, forced vaccination is a part of the plan to resist the global economic system. Oh, now, I love it when it's a part of a big plan. It that's is. That's always so believable and realistic that there's a big plan out there there's a plan to like stop people from being able to travel and following people by injecting them with a g5 sure yeah one thing that mercola is particularly famous for is and if you know if you want to watch it it's dr mercola discusses hydrogen peroxide nebulization as a treatment for covid what are the odds of me ever watching that fucking video <laughs> If anybody wanted to play it near me, I'd probably have a fucking stroke. All right. Oh. You, you would go into like an asthmatic seizure. Just yes. Like I would get hives and my throat would close up. So Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's an interesting one to me. When did he lose his ever loving mind? Yeah, I heard him speak and he seemed kind of normal when I heard him speak. But it makes him even more dangerous. People who sound completely rational and completely on top of things and completely smart like Rand fucking Paul but are completely mm. idiotic misguided they're even more dangerous than the raving lunatics like Trump so Kennedy is a long-standing anti-vaxxer and he's been targeting members of the black and latino communities with tailored anti-vaccination messages so he's a murderer right I oh, think that's not a crime he's also saying that there are tons of deaths linked to the COVID vaccine, which has just completely been debunked. There's absolutely no evidence. It's all anecdotal. Isn't this just like that thing with QAnon and Pizzagate and all the people who go, yeah. look, all these kids are being kidnapped and they're being held in a basement. Where the fuck are they? Where the fuck are these kids? Has anybody ever found one kid that, that has happened to? I remember about that one kid that got flushed on the toilet and they found him later in the sewer. Yeah, see? And the police were like, Oh, okay. Tell me something else true. You know, <laughs> they kept going. Right, right. I mean, <sighs> and I just want to inject something. 
You want to inject something, so to speak? Yes, I want to inject <laughs> something into the conversation. <laughs> um, so I was listening to some famous basketball players that were saying they respect the right of people to choose what they put into their own body and how they handle their health care. Like, there's this one Fox show, The Five, and there was this guy, uh, Tyrus. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he was like, I'm vaccinated, but I also respect people's right to choose whatever they want to do and blah, blah, blah. And, and to a certain extent, that argument resonates with me in the sense that I really don't want the government telling me that I have to do this or that, right? However, I do think that it's fair for the government to then say, if you're not vaccinated, there are some restrictions on your activity. So we don't force people to have medical treatments, but as a society, we can say there are restrictions or consequences for not doing things that protect your fellow citizen. We're not trying to bag on people who are like legitimately on the fence for whatever reason and are struggling with the decision, okay? No, no, not at all. That's your right. You have a total right to do that. What we're talking about are the people that are purposefully spreading misinformation to make money. Yep. That's, that's really what it's about. I mean, there's all sorts of people who do this. That's like certain televangelists that, that convince people to spend money that they don't have to cure a disease or to, you know, solve a financial problem. And, you know, my, my grandmother gave Robert Tilton money and she had no money. She would send him a dollar or $5 at a time. And I remember when there was an investigation into Robert Tilton, uh, because he would say, send me your prayers you know with money and then they went back behind into the dumpster where he was you know um and letters had been opened with and the money was taken but the letters had never been opened up you know like that's exactly the person and they love to say the people who are anti-vaccine anti-mask love to say you know look at the motivation of the democrats and the liberals who want to control you well no 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 look at the motivation of the people telling you not to do it they're the ones who are making money they're the ones right. who are profiting from the fear that they are sowing in everybody. Right. What's crazy is like things haven't changed because I was also reading about how we reacted in this country during the Spanish flu and during other pandemics. And it's always been this way in this country. Yep. We've yep. always resisted it. And thinking about my childhood, so my grandparents were hardcore farm people and hydrogen peroxide treated everything. Literally. Okay. If my ear hurt, they'd pour like half a bottle of hydrogen peroxide straight into my ear and then have me lay, <laughs> lay, you know, yeah. for, for an hour. I remember that treatment. I remember hydrogen that treatment peroxide. Some of it would just like bubble out of your ear. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's like Gen Z or millennials are listening to this, I don't know if they are, you're like, what in the fuck are these old ladies talking about? Bubbling up out of your ear. Go to the goddamn doctor. If I had a sore throat or a cough, my grandpa would give me a spoonful of mentholatum to eat. How did you survive your own childhood? People are crazy. But even recently, I don't want to say who it is. There is a person I know who's really into alternative medicine. She had some cyst on her neck. And rather than going to the doctor, she went to some homeopathic doctor who gave her this substance called bloodroot to burn out what she thought was going to be a tumor. And it was behind her hair, so nobody had seen it. And over a period of time, she looked like she was infected with like the zombie virus. And it was infected and it had burned a hole in the back of her neck. So then they had to force her to stop using it. 
and that hole bubbled up into like a softball size cuss ball. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to warn people don't <laughs> listen to eight minute eight <laughs> through nine because that might be the most horrifying fucking thing I've ever heard about. What if somebody's eating breakfast and they're driving to work right now? They're going to crash Sorry. their fucking car. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm only on number three of this list of assholes. But I had to pause to make the point that the two generations before ours did not go to the doctor for anything. Only reason they went to the doctor to have a baby is because they couldn't do it themselves. If they could do it themselves, they'd do it themselves. And now we've got this whole new generation of DIY medicine and the internet is aiding it. It's the University of Facebook medicine. (laughs) (laughs) People got all the degrees. See, here's the part I don't get. No, there's a lot I don't get. Here's one of the things I don't get. Oh, are you going to do all the research? Are you just going to? Nicki Minaj, are you going to investigate, do a quantitative analysis of all the articles that have been published about all these vaccines that have been in development for over a decade? And then when things go south for you, are you going to go, well, I didn't trust the doctors when they told me to get the vaccine, but now that I can't breathe because I have pneumonia in both lungs, doctors come fix me. Right. Explain that to me. Those are the same doctors you didn't trust when they told you to get the goddamn vaccine in the first place. Was Nicki Minaj saying she needs to like research it more? Oh my God, you didn't hear this? No. <laughs> she posted on her, I don't know, let's say Instagram, you know, millions of followers that her cousin knows a guy who was engaged to a girl. He got the vaccine and then his balls swelled up so much that his penis like fell off or something. And so she's not marrying him anymore because he got the vaccine and it affected his testicles. She literally put that out there for the whole world to believe. That's a bizarre thing. Yes. And so experts who really know what they're talking about were like, Yes, balls swelling up and falling off. It's not a side effect of COVID vaccine. You know what? When I tried to get that doctor's appointment, I did say, is there anything that I could get treated for with that list? And they were like, well, if your balls swell up, we can treat you for that. (laughs) No. (laughs) I would just say that that's probably one thing that's not on the list of symptoms that you could get treated for is your balls swelling up and falling off. Okay, so how about this? Ladies and gentlemen, if you need a doctor's appointment, and you have any symptoms that remotely resemble COVID, including nausea, apparently, just say, look, my balls are swelled up. Uh, ma'am, you're a lady. I don't care. My balls are swelled up. <laughs> Give me the fucking appointment. Okay, come on in. Yeah. I've okay. got a swollen vulva. It's, <laughs> it's ginormous. I can't even walk. It's actually moving up to into my... Uh... <laughs> so we've got Ty and Charlene Bollinger. Ty and Charlene are anti-vax entrepreneurs who run a network of accounts and market books and DVDs about vaccines, cancer, and COVID-19. The Bollingers have promoted the conspiracy theory that Bill Gates plans to inject everyone with microchips as a part of a vaccination program. Uh, The Bollingers have also promoted content that violates platform standards on election misinformation. Big shocker. Yeah. Um, But one thing that you'll note with a lot of these people is that they are selling something. Yes. Like a treatment. And then the people who listen to this go, Bill Gates and AstraZeneca and Johnson Johnson have so much to gain. No. You know, there's a lot to gain. The people telling you not to do it. Buy my $40 pill or whatever. It's like the people who are on the far right, they're gaining something because they want you scared and they make money. 
those people have a lot to gain. The politicians have a lot to gain. That fucking motherfucking governor in Florida who wants to open like drive-through horse tranquilizer, whatever the fucking treatment is they're doing now, uh, or whatever the thing is. Invermectin. He's like invested in that. Him and his wife are making millions off of that. Ivermectin or something like I that. I don't fucking know. Just don't take it. It's for horse a horse. Yeah. A horse dewormer. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I've read some articles in the past and heard some stories that Tucker Carlson is really not that conservative when there's like an inside Republican source for certain things that get aired out, a lot of the times he's that source. And then he's the most craven of all of them. Then. Well, right. He doesn't even fucking believe this shit, but he's making millions convincing you to not get that motherfucking vaccine that he got day one. He's going to hell. After Joe Biden got elected, I was flipping through channels and people were freaking out. And Tucker Carlson was like, you know, I've met Joe Biden He's actually a really decent guy and he's a good person and so on and so forth. It was like kind of a rare moment where he admitted that Joe Biden wasn't a terrible choice for president. So I'm just saying like, there's one of two things going on with these people. They're mentally insane or they are benefiting or profiting from you. Yes. So this chick- uh, Or they don't exist at all and they're all fucking Russian bots. Or that. I have seen this woman, though, on TV. Her name is Sherry Tenpenny. Have you heard of her? Nope. Um, she's a doctor. She's an osteopath. Is she? What is up with osteopaths? Most of these doctors seem to be osteopaths. Is it like Better Call Saul, where it's like <laughs> the College of American Samoan right. osteopathy, holisticness or something? Because you get to claim it. It doesn't make it real. I don't even know True. if there's... I don't know. Ugh. All right, Sherry Tenpenny posts all these things about how wearing masks increases your risk of infection and can cause brain damage and all this other stuff. And on June 23rd of 2020, she tweeted that the longer you wear a mask, the more unhealthy you get. Let's see, quote, I've been up in the Panhandle area for two weeks and basically no one wears masks. They have the lowest cases and the lowest deaths. Explain that, little sheep. Keep drinking the Kool-Aid. What? What? Doesn't even make sense. No. She also discouraged people from getting tested. Good, good. Yeah, this is a really smart. Yes. The best What's her name again? I'm going to look her ass up. Sherry Tenpenny. Doesn't that sound like a made-up name? Yes, it sounds like James Bond. Octopenny or something. After Instagram no. took down an Instagram Live with disgraced former Dr. Andrew Wakefield, Tenpenny took to Instagram again with Wakefield with the video where Wakefield calls COVID-19 alleged plague, in quote fingers, okay, and discusses a vaccine that has killed more children than it has saved from the targeted disease. She also claims that the vaccine magnetizes people. She's the one who started that? Yeah. It's weird because I wouldn't mind having the ability to be magnetic. Wouldn't that be nice? If we're magnetic, doesn't that make us like X-Men or something? Yeah, we would be like Magneto. Yeah, so we're not even human anymore. That sounds nice. Yeah, two weeks ago, I actually got a third dosage. I have an autoimmune disorder, so that qualifies me. So I've had three doses. I felt no effects from any of them. So for people that are scared of the side effects, and I feel like there probably are some people who are legitimately scared of it, this is what I would say. I had a sore arm. James felt Mm -hmm. really tired. I know people who actually were sick for a day or two. 
but being sick for a day or two or feeling crappy for a day or two compared to being intubated and almost dying, gasping for breath, I pick being sick for a day or two, right? The way that you die from COVID is you suffocate. Essentially, you drown your lungs. That is like such a horrifying way to go. If you're vaccinated and you get COVID, it's likely going to be like a case of the flu versus being intubated and almost dying. All right, number five, we have Riza Islam. And this is another one who's targeting specifically the African-American community, claiming that the vaccines make women infertile. This is a pretty common uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Speaking of pregnancy, you know, I mean, if we're talking about what people on the far right really care about, we're living in the in the in-between times when State Bill 8 banning abortion in Texas is already in effect, really? but it hasn't been truly contested in the courts. You know, 600,000 or almost 700,000 Americans dead. Maybe if they'd been in the womb, the Republicans would have cared about them, you know? Yeah, we could go off on that topic too. But I'm just saying, how do you not, how do you quote unquote care about life and then do all of this horrible stuff that causes death? Yeah, I think as we get through these two, you'll see a trend also that at this point, there is enough evidence to show that the vaccine prevents death and could eliminate the pandemic as a problem. But people are so committed to an idea now. It's just stubbornness. Like I know people who have given up relationships with family members, with their spouse, you know, they're crazed at this point. Okay. This guy Riza um, also claims that Satan is behind the COVID vaccine. Sure. He believes this was planned by, you know, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is kind of an asshole, we found out recently, but I don't know if he's planning this. This doesn't seem insane. Yeah. So we have this other guy, Rashid Batar. He's also an osteopath. Of course. And he's got a bunch of YouTube videos and people are so worried about anaphylaxis. And normal, rational people have this irrational fear of vaccines and that they're allergic to the ingredients of vaccines. And There are quite a few people in this country that also suffer from a severe fear of taking vaccines or drugs. Like, they've been around for hundreds of years. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's that one dude who said it causes autism and then it's been completely debunked for many years and everyone's lost their fucking minds because of Jenny McCarthy. I don't know. Well, when I was in college, I did a report on exploding lakes. So there's apparently this phenomenon in some countries where they have a lake that's filled with all these gases and Every few hundred years, the lake explodes and kills everyone within a certain mile radius. And then people are like, oh, don't live by the lake. It's dangerous. And that lasts for about five or 10 years. And then everyone moves back around the lake because the lake is beautiful. That's what's happening, I feel. because So my mom was deaf in one ear from scarlet fever. I have an uncle with a stick for a leg from polio. You know, I have people in my life who suffered from those childhood diseases. So I know how serious it is. But these generations after us have benefited from vaccines in such a way. And herd immunity. And now people have forgotten or they don't have the knowledge. So here is some number seven on the list is Elizabeth Aaron, partner to Joseph Maricola. She runs an organization called Health Nut News, a prominent alternative health website. And she has this fake Instagram sticker she made that said, I didn't get my flu shot because I'm smart enough to realize that the medical industry proffers on chronically ill population over a healthy one. 
Yeah. She loves hydroxychloroquine. She's got a bunch of crazy ass posts, but people are so crazed right now. They would rather <laughs> use a horse dewormer or gargle hydrogen peroxide or do any number of other crazy things rather than just do the one thing that the medical community and everyone agrees is the easiest way to not get sick from COVID. All right. Um, Kelly Brogan. Oh my gosh. I wish you could see her face. <laughs> Let's see if you can see from me. Okay. Okay, here we go. She reminds me of Michelle Bachman. She looks so psycho. Oh my gosh, she looks nuts. <laughs> right? Like, she why would you? Right. She is like, oh my God, I forgot about Bachman. That it woman. looks like she's about. It looks like she's her. one of those people who's screaming about gay transformation camps or something, <laughs> you know, like uh, conversion. Oh. Alternative health purveyor. She claims to practice holistic psychiatry not sure what that means nobody does nobody knows what that she sells means. a range of books and courses on her website sure wake up and take the mask off that's one of her uh campaigns um christine northrup christine is a obstetrics and gynecology physician who has used her social media accounts to spread disinformation about the covid vaccine She's one of the people that's recommending hydrochloroquine as well as ivermethacin to cure COVID. Oh, she's got a cure? She claims that vaccines cause 800% increase in chronic illness. Oh, she knows that? She does. She's done extensive studies. I'm sure she has. At her, she's done extensive studies at her balloon farm. A University of Facebook studies. <laughs> number 11 has been tapper are you okay i feel like this conversation <laughs> has killed you <laughs> no go ahead okay ben tapper is a chiropractor here's a post i don't even know if this makes any sense this is a post he made we don't have a pandemic of people falling over dead we have a pandemic oh. of false positives what does that mean is he the riddler I swear to you, the guy who's QAnon, whatever his name is, you know, he's in that documentary where it's like, obviously, but this is the guy. He just, he and his people just sit around and just come up. What is the ratchet craziest thing we can get people to take for this disease instead of a shot? And someone goes, how about that horse dewormer thing? <laughs> and he goes, ha ha, there's no way this will work. And then he puts it out there and everyone's like, <laughs> horse dewormer. You know, like they just sit around and go, oh, can I get them to drink bleach? Cleaning Poison into infusers yeah like, like think of the most dangerous or toxic or disgusting thing you can think that people will do and this QAnon guy puts it out there and people believe it and they just fall like that yeah i don't mind saying this you've known me for years in the past i've been republican and i've leaned more conservative and becky and i've had many conversations where she's like bless your heart <laughs> you know <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you think that we're just two crazy liberals, I'm not a crazy liberal. And I'm not a crazy liberal either. Exactly. I'm a highly educated, thoughtful, <laughs> very sane liberal. Sane liberal. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't talk about on the air that would make me lose my liberal card. So sure. I don't think that I'm I'm liberal or I don't want to get canceled, so I don't say all my hot sports. No, no, no. I know that. I know that. The thing is, I don't think of either one of us as liberal or conservative. I think of us right. as thoughtful people who have nuanced viewpoints. Exactly. And there's a lot of different ways of viewing intelligence. Um, but I would like to think that I am open to new information and that I can change my opinion based on new information that comes to light. Um, I know somebody who lives in Oklahoma, and I'm not insulting Oklahoma, 
just insulting this person um, who <laughs> <laughs> believes that they know more than everybody about this and says the craziest things as if they are fact. Like they're not fact anymore. Like I wash my hands and wipe down everything. So I'm safe. I'm like, that's not where we are now. That's where we were 18 months ago. Cause we thought that it was on surfaces, but we have learned more and people who sit inside of the first piece of knowledge that they ever grabbed onto and go see science is wrong. No, science is not wrong. Science evolves as new thoughts come about and new facts and information right. and statistics come about. If you sit inside of the original information that you ever received, you would think that ships that sailed to the edge of the earth fell off like flat earthers still do, right? But that's not what we know now. We know that things are different now. We know the universe exists in a different way than we knew the beginning of, you know, the dawn of science. So how about we, as people who are hopefully intelligent and thoughtful and treat things in a way that says, I know what I know, but I also know what I don't. And I'm open to learning what I don't know. That to me is a sign of intelligence. And I would like to believe I approach my life that way. And I know for sure you do. There's no, there's no dogma here. Other than to say, my dogma is listen to the facts and listen to the science. That's my dogma. My dogma is not, I sit inside of my opinion and believe it to be a fact to the exclusion of all other opinions. Because if that's how you live your life, A, I don't want to be around you. B, don't listen to this show. Go somewhere else for your murder talk. And C, that is not intelligence. Stubbornness is not conviction. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So COVID misinformation, what's the big deal, right? So some people are saying stuff that's not true and people are believing it, but what are the real life consequences for this? Other than death. Yeah. There's other things that it leads to. Yeah. Because this stuff has real world implications. Have you been keeping up with any school board freakouts that have been going on for the last few months? Yeah. I've seen clips. Brian Williams did a montage on MSNBC and I'm going to orally interpret this because it sounds, it sounds like it's not real, but it absolutely is. Here's one of the school board freakouts. You want to wear snot on your face all day? Fine. You do you, boo. But don't force that non-science satanic BS on our kids. By putting masks on these kids' faces, you can't identify any of them. Voting on this tells me you guys support sex trafficking. I make that connection. Yeah. <laughs> totally makes sense. Here's one. Let me tell you something. Go home tonight and take one of these spoons and put it on your vaccination spot. Guess what? It's going to stick to you. I could go get a spoon right now and we could do this experiment. Do you want to? Because this is apparently part of the thing where you become Magneto. Okay, hold on. Just, um, there's oh, going to be- Marie's going to go get a spoon. There's going to be like a short break in our podcast just to talk to the audience. I'll be right back. Oh. All right, dramatic door shutting. The audience knows I went to go get a spoon. She's back with a spoon. All right. You see this spoon? There it is. It's a real spoon. If this may trigger you if you enjoy ASMR. All right. <laughs> okay. Spin spot right here. Okay. It's going to stick there to we you. Go. I'm not going to force it. I'm just going to okay. let it happen. It should stick to you. Here we go. I've got it there. Ready? Go. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Do you think so I'm Marie, here's what this tells me, Marie, is that you, you didn't really, really vaccinated? Is it you didn't get the real vaccination. Oh my gosh, I'm in danger. If you'd really gotten a vaccination, that thing would be sticking to you like you were an X-Men. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. So let me just read this one thing. Yeah. From a school board meeting, and I'm going to just read the exact quote. This woman marches up to the little microphone and she just starts saying this. 
take her out back, we boys figured, then hand on the titties, put her in a corn box, put it in her cornhole, grab a hold of that braid, rub that calico. <laughs> she Wait, led with that. Was- she just started talking. And she says, you can find that on page 39 of a book called Out of the Darkness, which you can find at Hudson Bend Middle School and BK Middle School. I do not want my children to learn about anal sex in middle school. I've never had anal sex. I don't want to have anal sex. I don't want my kids having anal sex. I want you to start focusing on education and not public health. That little excerpt just made me want to read the book. So I, I would... know so the headline in some places was this woman doesn't want your kids to wear masks because she's never had anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> and so the funny part for me is she believed that when she walked up there and read that passage, that was her mic drop moment. Um, Tara Bell, not Karen. So close, so close. Tara Bell. Oh my gosh, we're going to do what you say now because you read us a scandalous passage from a book all because she's never had anal sex. And she claims she didn't know what a cornhole was, had to go look it up. Mm-hmm. And then she said, I found out that means your anus and stuff like that. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Karen. I'm sorry, Kara. She ran unsuccessfully for this school board in this town in Texas earlier that year. She also made local headlines in April after she got into a mask dispute at a Nordstrom rack in Austin. So Kara is already wheels off. And apparently in the middle of her rant, they they cut off her microphone. So So this is one of the things for me that's a little bit entertaining that COVID misinformation has led to. The freakouts as school boards, especially by those people who don't even have kids in the school district. What is the... I'm trying to think of the guy's name. I, I might have mentioned him in one of our episodes. He walks around the streets in New York and interviews people at Trump rallies and stuff like that. Jordan Klepper. Jordan Klepper, yeah. So he's talking to this woman and she's saying thousands and thousands of people's DNAs have been wiped out by the vaccine. And he goes, well, you know, like 600,000 people's DNAs have been wiped out oh by God, COVID. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny because people are repeating things and talking about things that don't make any sense and what it reminds me of is when you're a teenager or a young person or even with parents where you have this irrational exchange and you're just like oh yeah well your mama that's what this this is devolved into that people just saying on both sides it's just it's your mama is what it is and it's like guys this is ridiculous like Everybody that continues to spread this virus and overwhelm the hospitals is dragging it out. So the very thing that you think is this big conspiracy to control you, if you don't get vaccinated and you don't socially distance and wear a mask, you're actually causing it to last longer. Exactly. Exactly. And one of those real world implications is that, you know, that absolutely bad, there's like 15 of them, a batshit crazy attorney who represented Trump and not Giuliani and not Sidney Powell. Right, right, right. Lynn I know something. I know it's a man named Lynn something. Yeah, I know. He's completely wheels off. And he sicked his followers essentially on one particular medical facility that refused to give the horse dewormer to a patient whose family was demanding it. And the person died because their COVID had advanced too far and they were unvaccinated. But the hospital's like, we're not legally, you know, allowed to give you this horse medicine or sheep medicine but then they started calling those doctors murderers like that's where we are now that the people who tried to save the patient who wanted this fucking horse pill or whatever are are the murderers because they just had the horse medicine that would have saved their life so um 
CNN Business has an article about COVID hostility and GOP pollster Frank Luntz has been working with public health experts to craft effective messaging to bring vaccine hesitancy off the fence. He held a focus group last Wednesday, according to this article, and Luntz said afterward, the hesitation has transformed into opposition. And once you are opposed, it's very hard to change that position. And that's what's going on right now. He noticed that misinformation is creating a kind of fog within his focus groups. The participants can't tell the difference between what's accurate and what's fake. So it makes it virtually impossible to communicate when they don't know what to believe. Here's an example oh, that Lunds yes. tweeted. Yes. The most common reason people don't get vaccinated is we don't know the long-term side effects. Yep. Lunds said doctors should repeat epidemiologist Brian Kastruki's response to the focus group. Vaccine reactions happen within days and they don't take years. We've been vaccinating people for several months. It is. Yep. But if you think that death is the ultimate convincer, it's not. Apparently, we're up to seven conservative talk show hosts on the radio. Have died of COVID? Have died of COVID. And even in their dying breath, many of them are saying it's a government conspiracy. Yeah, there's a lot of doctors and nurses who repeat stories for months and months and months now of these people are on their deathbeds and refuse to believe it's COVID. Mm-hmm. And that, did you know medical examiners have changed the cause of death for family requests because they don't want it to say COVID and the medical examiners in some oh places gosh, are doing it. Crazy. Now we're changing facts and history. You know, that's where we are now. It's a business insider. At least seven radio hosts and high-profile anti-vax and anti-mask advocates have died from COVID in recent weeks. Some of them, in their dying moments, told people they should get vaccinated, but others have gone down saying, no bueno. And I mean, I found tons of articles of people who were adamantly opposed to the vaccine, and then when their kid or their spouse or someone else is dying, they're begging everyone to get the vaccine. Unfortunately, that's too late. Yeah, I've read so many stories about parents, so many orphan kids because parents didn't want to get a vaccine. And the Delta variant, the thing that makes it so different, makes it so powerful, because that's what I had back in May when I had COVID, is that it's the most contagious thing like ever, right? Mm-hmm. And one doctor described it, he said, everyone, everyone is going to get it. Everyone is going to get it. You're not going to not get it. It's just a question of how sick you're going to get when you get it. And you might not have a symptom, you know, or if you're vaccinated, maybe it'll just go by in a day, but it will get inside of you. All of you, everyone, it's that contagious. And what happens, and I'm mansplaining science that I barely know, but I've been reading about it. <laughs> you're Becky-splaining. I'm Becky-splaining. <laughs> the thing that not being vaccinated does is it right. how the variants happen because the virus is fighting to survive. And without the vaccine, without 90% of people, whatever the number is, being vaccinated in the community, the variants will keep getting stronger and stronger and more deadly and more deadly and more deadly, like the Delta did. And it, it's going to sweep through everywhere. It's just a question of how sick you get and whether or not you go in the hospital and whether or not you die. And since this is a murder show, how does this relate back to murder? Well, I found a couple of articles, but Los Angeles Times had a really good one. And the question that it asks is, If a doctor is knowingly misinforming the public or misinforming the public, is that manslaughter? Is that murder? And how do we 
attack that problem. So state and federal medical boards see it as such a problem now that they're threatening to actually unlicensed people. Okay, good. It says here, this is from August 16th of 2021, on the list of things that doctors shouldn't need to be told, one would expect is that promoting bogus COVID-19 remedies would rank pretty high on the top of the list. Yeah. The problem has become so acute that federal and state medical boards recently felt compelled to issue a stark warning to all medical professionals. Physicians who generate and spread COVID-19 vaccine misinformation or disinformation are risking disciplinary action by state medical boards, including suspension or revocation of their medical license. It's one thing when a celebrity or an elected official says something, but when a licensed physician says it, that amplifies the message and gives it credibility. Yep. And it says, due to their specialized knowledge and training, The Federation, which has been around since 1912, mentioned doctors' responsibility to share information that is factual, scientifically grounded, and Mm consensus-driven. I think Mm -hmm. that's a really important point. I agree. Because, yeah, you know, on certain topics you can have within the scientific community, people being like the opposition. But when it comes to what's disseminated to the general public as a treatment for something, it better be established. Right? Remember there was a, I'm sure people still use the phrase, but you'd say like some quack doctor out there that's recommending some treatment that is, has been never, not only tested with all the clinical trials and all the things that this vaccine has gone through, but like just recommending just stuff that we know that doesn't work, stuff that's just like crazy, right? Like instead of doing your chemo, if you, you know, go and eat five apples a day or whatever. Right. No, that's right. a, that quack doctor would not continue to practice medicine. Like, right, like, and there are people that do that. That you mm-hmm. can you can change mm-hmm. your diet. That, and you know what's really sad about it too is because my dad had cancer and so did my mom, and both of them were pitched all sorts of supplements and healthy eating practices and stuff like that. And you're not going to cure cancer by eating healthy. Sorry. And anyone that says they did didn't really have cancer. They diagnosed themselves with cancer. Because it's just, there's no medical consensus around that. There's no studies that show that. If it was there's a some ridiculous that, doctor in Fort Worth who says that cancer is caused by fillings for cavities in your teeth. So if you have cancer, then you need to remove all your fillings. Like I literally know somebody who went to him. And guess okay. what? Came home with like hundreds of dollars worth of supplements. Like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I just see that on Fox News are always advertising this pill that has all your, I don't even know what it's called. It's like got all your daily vitamins and vegetables and fruit in a pill. I, I can't remember what it's called. And I mean, clearly it's like as popular as the My Pillow thing. They just run it on repeat. And they try to claim, there's, there's another, there's like an anti-pain medication. Again, the name of it escapes me. But they peddle all this stuff to people on the show, older people. And it's like, if chronic arthritis could be treated by a cream, then everyone would use a cream, right? You know, if you could get all your daily supplementation of fruits and vegetables from a pill, then that's what everybody would do. Yeah, that'd be great. Could we all use some logic here? Right? All right. So on a lighter note, I wanted to speak to those listeners who are really, they don't want to get vaccinated and they've tried a bunch of things 
I don't know if they've tried everything, but I've got a list of some unproven treatments that you might want to try if you've tried everything. Wikipedia has this like really long article of all the things that people are trying from botanical treatments to household cleaning products. But there's a section at the end called religious and magical methods. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, okay. So one of the methods is from an Indian politician by the name of Swami Chakropani. Um, he claims that drinking cow urine and applying cow dung on the body can cure COVID-19. He stated that only Indian cows must be used. Does he own like a ranch with a bunch of cows he's trying to sell? I don't know. In March of 2020, the All Indian Hindu Union hosted a cow urine drinking party in New Delhi. 200 Ooh. people attended. Ooh. Now, this is going to shock you, but there is no evidence that... It, scientific evidence that exists that favors the use of cow urine for treating COVID. In fact, an Indian virologist states that there is evidence that eating cow dung might transmit cow to human diseases. So like tuberculosis. If we were on a comedy show where it was like visual, I would have done a spit take. Like I was just in the <laughs> middle of drinking cow urine and been like, oh, I shouldn't drink it. That's a shock. So in the Middle East, they're similar they're doing camel urine televangelist kenneth copeland urged followers to touch their televisions as a means of vaccination by proxy he also attempted to exercise covid19 on at least three occasions by summoning the wind of god <laughs> oh yeah is there a video of that the wind of god i yeah. probably but I that's like, like parting the red sea huh i mean all right so Here's something called Happy Science. It's a secretive pay to progress religious group. Maybe we should embed ourselves <laughs> as, as uh, comedy journalists. Uh, spiritual vaccine. <laughs> so we're, wait, it's called what? The happy what? Happy Science is what it's called. It's a, <laughs> I don't think they'd let us into anything that has the word happy. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they think we really need it. People are always walking up to me and telling me to smile. Tell, so. me, tell me the sullen medicine. I could join that group. Sarcastic medicine. Sarcastic yeah, the, science. The wise ass. Uh, <laughs> I mean. All right. So this is a secretive pay to progress religious group that sells spiritual vaccines to prevent and cure COVID-19. What's a spiritual vaccine? It advertises virus-related blessings at a rate of 100 to 400 dollars so you got to get the virus blessing and it sells coronavirus themed cds and dvds of ruyo okawa former stockbroker who believes oh. who believes to be the current incarnation of the supreme deity anyway i'm just getting dumber and dumber the more this episode goes along <laughs> all right I so just, this <laughs> This one you have to hear, though, because this is the one I think we're going to try. Um, it's suggested that COVID-19 could be prevented by applying a cotton ball soaked in violet oil to the anus. This was brought by a boss. What's the treatment called? I'm going to sign you up for it and let them mail that to you. <laughs> <laughs> send, me, send me some anus 
dipped cotton balls. <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna put my address as the return. So just make sure that you do <laughs> well, for oh your God. information i have a rose dipped uh <laughs> cotton ball in my anus right now or a violet dipped cotton ball <laughs> and so far i'm 100 percent covid free <laughs> just just an average sunday i mean yeah. <laughs> hey you can never be too safe Stick one of those up the anus every morning and ditch the mask. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. Yes. Put something up your anus and take off your mask. That is the, I mean, my God. I mean, seriously, what's stupider? Putting a cotton ball dipped <laughs> in violet up your butt or drinking bleach or gargling hydrogen peroxide, which is stupider? Do they what all like, I don't know, man. I mean, they want horse dewormer, which even horses aren't supposed to ingest. They just put it on top of them. And yet now people want to ingest it. Where does it end? Where does it fucking end? I swear to God, we should come up with something and see if QAnon dude, that guy just decides to put that out there, that then we'd be responsible for people dying. And I don't want to be responsible no. for people dying. I want to be responsible for people living. And I'm sorry during this episode that I sounded dismissive and derisive and hateful towards people who don't have the vaccine because I do want you to get it. And I want you to get it because it will save your life and it might even save the lives of people around you. Just fucking do it for the people that you love if you're not going to do it just because of yourself, because you will be fine. You might have a headache. Your arm might be sore. You might just wake up and go, I don't feel so good today. But guess what? You ain't going to fucking die. You ain't going to die from it. Maybe we should start a video series for a secret cure to COVID and the whole thing culminates with them getting a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, all right. We, we both come on the screen and we're like, the government, no one will reveal this to you, but we have the secret. We have the solution to COVID. Get a vaccine. <laughs> Thank you for your $400. And then, and then on the screen is like, a Q-tip with lavender going up butt. You know, it's like these little <laughs> graphics of like all the options and like a horse with a flea or a worm on a horse and then like thing, you know. Oh yeah, we could totally make that. We could totally make that. It's a vaccine. That's it. Just go to the CVS and get your shot. Do you follow Patton Oswalt? Um, occasionally I see stuff he does on the internet, but I don't follow him. He's, he's a good follow. He's a good follow. He's, he's really funny. Um, so he had a tweet where he was he was saying something about this, this ridiculous stuff that's going on. And he said, society feels like it's just kind of winding down, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is so true. Right. Like, this is kind of what it feels like. You know, like there's a guy who stormed into a pharmacy and started beating up a nurse who worked there because she mm -hmm. gave his wife a vaccine. He hit her in the face like three times screaming about he didn't give permission to get the vaccine to his wife did you read what don 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 trump jr said about somebody who's a, got covid he's like well we need to start looking at whether or not it's connected to obesity because apparently this person he thinks is overweight i have no idea i'm like can you believe this is where we are do people just call people fat like just like i don't know man i'm sorry we have lost our way i mean society is just kind of winding down <laughs> Yeah. So are we about ready to wrap this up? I don't know what I'm going to call the episode yet. Something to do with Q-tips in the butt. 
No, it's a cotton ball with violet water. Violet water. Cotton ball. But it but it's in your anus. Anus. It's got to be the anus. Okay. So cotton ball, violet <laughs> smoked cotton ball, but um, okay. So you've been listening to our season two. I think we're up to eight or nine episodes into season two. Yay. Of our Now Fear This podcast. Thank you for listening. So follow us on the Instagram. Go to fearthispodcast.com. If you subscribe there, you can get super secret content. It might just change your life. It will change your life. Oh, it will change your life. Okay, sorry. It yeah, will change your life. I don't want to promote misinformation. Otherwise, I would <laughs> I say do. our podcast cures COVID. <laughs> But it doesn't. It's not preventative at this, all. This podcast cures COVID. That could be the name of the episode. <laughs> there you go. I love it. <laughs> all right. Later. Bye.